Hello. Hello. We are the Winchester Boys. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for this one. I'm very, very excited. It's like it's like Christmas Eve. Yeah. Well, it's like actual Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. But just before you open your presents. Yeah. Because we're not there yet. No. Hashtag yeah. non-league day. Hashtag non-league day. Happy non-league day for all those who celebrate. 250323. I don't know what that means. Today's date. Isn't oh. It? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Happy non-league day. Uh, the day of the league that is non. Yes. And boy, have we got a special for you. But first, we have to do our socials. We have to do our socials. Twitter and Insta, at Only1FootyPod, the one being the number one. And the email address is there's only one fp at gmail.com, the one being the word one. Please do get in touch if you've been anywhere on non-league day. We'd yes. love to know where. Yeah. What happened? Did you like it? Are you going to go again? Beer of the week? Beer of the week. We'll crack. These are our temporary beers of yes. the week. Our beer of the week this week, as we are, as we alluded to, we're going to the Winchester City FC. I don't think we did. Oh, uh, we mentioned Usman Dembele's famous yeah, appearance. We, did, yeah. we are going to have our beer of the week at the ground, aren't mm. we? We're going to sample the the local goods. I mean, yeah, they might just have a generic beer, but I would hope they. I would hope they do a lot of like non-league club that's, like, and like they do good food and drink to try yeah, and like, to get people in. People yeah, in. yeah, hopefully they do. Um, the last time I went there, they had li- there was like proper old school, like a shack. Oh ah, yeah, that's wasn't what I even want. a shack. It was like um, a, like a trailer, you know, like. Oh but yeah, yeah. Wasn't on a van. It was just yeah, constantly there. They said they have a a clubhouse, but I don't yeah. know. We'll, clubhouse. We'll see. Yeah, I know. I've I'm been to the clubhouse. So you've been to the clubhouse. This will be my my first time at the uh, the the charter community ground. It is now. Charter, yes. What it was, was it previously? The den plan for years and years. The den plan. Yeah, they're like a dentistry. Company oh right, so it's another sponsor. Yeah, yeah. So without the sponsor, it's just called the community ground. No. Well, I guess it's never not had one. I don't know. We probably should have looked that. Well, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, because they've actually moved about. Yeah, a bit with. They're a bit with their ground. Nomads, aren't they? Yeah. Of the uh, Southern Premier South. They so, so this is the highest they've ever been in terms of yeah. league, which position. is a bit a bit surprising because they are the biggest club in Winchester. Yeah, they previously merged with Winchester Castle for a bit, and they but now yeah. they're separate again. Yeah, actually played against Winchester Castle a couple of years ago. Right. Two one win. Yeah, uh, got a yellow. <laughs> I was only on ten minutes as well. <laughs> what a cameo! It was back to the wall job. I think we got a red, and I went on oh, no, right back, and someone they clipped the ball over the top. Someone was about to run through, and I was like, "Not today, Satan." <laughs> Just took him out. Just on Winchester Castle, mm. they've got like the windiest pitch ever. Oh, it's like yeah, high, high on a hill, there's no trees or anything. It's just like so open. It's, <laughs> it's in a castle, it's got a moat around it. <laughs> yeah. If you go goes out for a throw in, you have to get a good wade in the river, get the ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Winchester City, yeah. I'm surprised they haven't been hired just because it's it, it's a city, that's the yeah. name states. Yeah. I know it's a small city, but. Yeah, it is. Um, I wonder whether they are the. Largest city without a professional football club. Be I worth, don't know. Worth looking into. Yeah. Largest city, what, in England? Because I know in Wales you have St David's only, which is the smallest city in the UK. I've been there. Yeah, but... <laughs> but they might have a professional football team, though. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the biggest. Oh, yeah. The biggest. <laughs> oh, yeah. They are literally the smallest. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, Maybe. He might write. As, and obviously Winchester was the old capital of England. Yeah. I'm a Wessex boy. Yeah. Da, da, Frank da. Turner and the Rattlesnakes. <laughs> or Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Frank, it's Frank Turner. And Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Yeah. 
Have they ever done a duet? A duet. It's Frank and Frank. Or would the rattlesnakes get jealous? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Bro, bro. <laughs> they, they would eat. Um, Richardson. Sorry, this isn't about real football. This, uh, this is about real football. Yeah. Not that. Not about that. Yeah. Pre Madonnas. I used to think that meant like pre Madonna. Like anything before Madonna. <laughs> pre Madonna. Which was fucking ages ago. Yeah. She is She's decrepitly old. She's old. Yeah. Um, so, um, Winchester founded. It's a bit of. Um, yeah, uh, a bit. They were either founded in 1884, which is what's on their club badge, but that's a bit of a red herring really because actually the proper Winchester FC didn't um didn't actually form until 198 sorry 1893 Winchester FC actually folded in 1893 but there was a sort of separate club called Winchester Swallows yes she did <laughs> um and they formed in 1891 Idea, Apparently right? they were less socially exclusive than the um, other oh, Winchester. So they weren't like a massive like posh boys team. No, and I think so. That's so for those who haven't been to Winchester or know about Winchester. Winchester College is one of the like highest. Um, I think it's second most expensive in school the UK, in, in the UK. It's where Rishi Sunak went. Yeah, um, and I think largely why football wasn't ever one of the big sports here is because of the social aspect of Winchester College and they were very big on rugby and cricket so yeah. it's why they all, the sport took a, took a bit of a um, a third place yeah if even third well it probably was third wasn't it? Oh, they probably played croquet or polo or yeah thing. or knock each other off in the showers yeah. or and that was how Winchester swallows. <laughs> well, my dad's better than your dad. Yeah. Um, by the way, I just realised I said about the temporary beer and I didn't say it. We are. We're drinking a San Miguel. Oh, San Michael. Yeah, we are. Yeah. yeah. San Michel. Cheers. Proper, proper lager for a proper football day. Yeah. Proper lager from England. Sam Michaels. Um. So they they are they're currently in the not well you sorry I'm jumping ahead but they they are currently like I said in the highest level they've been which mm. is the Southern Premier South League mm. also known as the Southern South Premier League which is a bit southy yeah but they, so they have there's regionalised and then regionalised again is there again. like five four I think leagues I think at this level yeah I think there's ah uh, there's the Isthmian, Isthmian League yeah Southern South I think, like, I think there's, there's a southeast and a cent- southwest. Is there? Well. I think there's a central south, and but basically, they are level seven or step three of English yeah. football pyramid, which means if they were to get promoted, they'd be in a national league south. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, because and actually Winchester, even though it's very central on the map, they're actually the, the almost the most eastern club in their league. Right. So their league, they go all the way down to. Plymouth, I think there's a team in oh, really? Wales, all the way up the sort of west yeah. west coast up to sort of the Midlands, really. Yeah, Swindon Super Met or Swindon someone originally. Western Super Mare top of the league. Oh, Western Super Mare. Yeah, um, that a Western. So it's it's quite a large sort of area to to play, and I think yeah. one of the things that a lot of non-league clubs find hard is that travel. Mm. You think you've got. 
a semi-pro. They play twice a week. Yeah. One on an evening. It's so hard for somebody to have to leave work at three o'clock to yeah, get down to yeah, Buddy so Plymouth. Very, I have very, yeah, so I have a work part-time. I have a very flexible employer. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is a problem with like a lot of. I think nothing, so, yeah. isn't it? And yeah. I think it's a problem of retention of mm. players, and that, and you probably get people dropping out because at what point is it not worth it anymore? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and if you're playing for love of the game, you probably just go a bit lower, wouldn't you? And yeah, just... yeah. And it's a smaller, smaller, not yeah. catchment area. What I'm trying to say, smaller, smaller pool of teams from. A... Yeah, you're not traveling as far, are you? Yeah, that, yeah. in essence, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, they nicknamed the citizens, as you they mentioned are. last week. Yeah. Up the citizens, yeah, it's a bit, a bit generic that, isn't it? Yeah, because like yeah. Man City are the citizens as well. Like any, most cities are citizens. Yeah, or citizens, are they? I think they're the only two. Are they? <laughs> Maybe they are. Just um, sorry, just go back. An interesting fact I found whilst researching them. Um, they were founded by the guy who invented ice hockey. Is that is that genuine? <laughs> that's what I found out. That's quite cool. What was he doing here? Because surely he's not from the UK. Yeah. Oxford graduate and former England rugby cap Charles Sylvester Wardridge. Wardridge! That's my family name. <laughs> is it? Yeah. He could be a um a descendant of you. Yeah, you could you own go. you could have a claim a claim to I'm gonna it. I'm gonna rock up and just Put a flag down. I own this place. Like, um, like Sunez, so, like yeah, Galatasaray. 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 Yeah. Like, oh, he's still not. He's still not. If he goes to Turkey, he's finished. Oh yeah, he's not Scottish. <laughs> yeah, so I don't. I don't get how he invented ice hockey, but we don't play it over here really. But it was maybe he invented it during the ice age. <laughs> and that's why yeah. everything melted, and now the sea levels are too high to play ice hockey. Yeah, something like that. Climate change. Yeah, Attenborough. Solidarity with Attenborough. So I think, so from when they were founded to now almost, they've never really progressed. As we said, they're as high as they ever have been. Yeah. They've always been in those sort of leagues. Did they, they got promoted in the playoffs last season, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. 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 And they... Um, I remember that being quite a big deal locally. Well, yeah, I like, mean, they're not, they're not the highest club around here. Obviously, Eastley are in... Yeah. The National League. They're doing well as well, easily, aren't they? Yeah. In the playoffs. There's Gosport, I think, are up. Gosport Borough, yeah. They're, yeah Salisbury, they're, are all, they're all in that National same League. South, I think, yeah. Aren't they? yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like, I mean, they're, it's a good it's a good level of football. It's mm. just, I would maybe think that at some point in their history they might have gone higher, but like you said, yeah. there's reasons probably why that they, is. They had a lot of like financial issues, they had a lot of ground yeah. issues. Um, I think that's one of the fun. toughest things about non-league or like lower level is actually having a, a, a home ground yes yeah that's that serves this purpose exactly being, uh, somewhere where fans all want to go yeah you because can... you can't have it where it's like so far out the way that nobody can sort of walk there or anything because everyone yeah. wants to have a beer or yeah if you're or going whatever. to a non-league generally speaking if you're going to a non-league game yeah or like like that's it's part your local of it. team yeah it's, it's it? the, the one of the reasons you're going is the convenience yeah. of it yeah so they actually lease their ground from Winchester Council. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, which is partly why they've ne- that to so to progress to a further league, mm. as well as winning or going up through the playoffs, 
your club has to have a certain bar yeah. or stuff. So it's um, so a couple of times they didn't have the right floodlights or mm. a stand or anything like that, and so yeah. they weren't able to be promoted. Yeah, but because that it's not their ground, well, yeah. they have to jump through so many hoops to be able to get something yeah. on their ground yeah, I see. so yeah. again that that was always a bit of an issue mm. and i think that sort of led to a lot of historical ownership issues for the actual club themselves because nobody wants to invest no. in winchester because they can't invest in the ground because it's not it's their not ground. their ground yeah that makes that makes sense yeah but so so like fast for, forward now and i'm thinking about when so i first watched winchester play in the FA Vars, which I mentioned a few, well, probably quite a long time yeah, ago probably now, ago. probably on the first episode, I think. Yeah. I made reference to, I went up and it was at St. Andrews and one of my mates choked on an ice cube and it was the funniest thing ever. But it was it was to go up there to see Winchester play AFC Sudbury and Winchester won 2-0. There was a guy playing, in fact, I'll talk about the two scorers the first one was a guy called Andy Forbes right and he was like prolific non-league yeah. like he was very famous in the non-league I, I think, think I've he, heard of him. I think he I think he went slightly higher and then didn't really mm. cut out but there was a song about Andy Forbes Andy Forbes Andy Forbes Andy Andy Forbes he gets the ball he scores a goal Andy Andy Forbes I bet you love that oh yeah as a non-league yeah, player that's like your own song unreal well. Um, just a side point. Street Green, the book. Street Green. So one of my very very good mates is a non-league journeyman, and he played for Bognor Regis, and his charm was unbelievable. <laughs> He's only five for two. He's coming after you. It's Stuart Green, the Bognor Dream. Oh, <laughs> and it was oh, Stream Team. <laughs> And the the crowd absolutely loved it. Like he barely played, which was very. He's a fan favorite, right? Because he runs, he chases after everything. And it, to be fair, he scores goals, right? But wherever he's sort of gone, he's never been never been able to establish himself for more than a season to be like at a club for a long time. Are you doing him a disservice? I, I am. I am. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a very throwing, good player. You've thrown shade at him. He's Tom. a very good player, and he should he should have been playing higher than what he has been, but he just didn't quite find that club that, that mm. would didn't that find would, a home. Yeah, couldn't really find a home. But anyway, but he had a great chance. So yeah, the other the other scorer <laughs> in that game was called Sean Dyke. <laughs> right, not the Sean Dyche. Yeah. But in my head, I think I've always sort of confused the two. Even though, if I probably thought about it hard enough, I would have realised that it wasn't the Sean Dyche play because he played things, for Watford. Yeah, but it's just like, one of those things that in your head you're like, oh yeah. And then a few years later you hear the name again. You're like, oh, I remember when he took... And then it becomes true in your yeah. head. It becomes the truth, yeah. doesn't it? it? Yeah, exactly that. And I have a feeling... I think it was a penalty. And I have a feeling Sean Dyke was a defender. Right, yeah. I, I, Stuart uh, Pierce vibes. yeah. Julian Dix. Excuse me. <laughs> Sean Dyke. Julian Dix. What, what, kind of, what kind of podcast is this? <laughs> yeah. um, and anyway, so yeah, they won it. And that's probably the sort of 
the glory years. Yeah, that is the. I think I looked at. I had a look at their honors, and that was oh, yeah. the, the main one. The main one. Yeah. Um, I think. That, yeah, that was two thousand three, four. That was. Mm-hmm. So I was just. Uh, wasn't even a thought in my mother's mind then. You were a burn. Oh, you weren't even born. Nah, I oh, I, do you know what? I got <laughs> fucking really scared then. Uh, I was eight. Oh, oh, oh right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was, I was, I was well and truly alive at yeah. that point. Yeah. I was thirteen. And yeah, so that's two thousand three, four. And in twenty fourteen, they reached the third qualifying round of the FA Cup for the first time in their history. Did they? Yeah. Not the third round. No, like the third, third qualifying. Quali- round. That's all it takes for. Yeah. One year just to get slightly further than you usually do, and the mm. prize money. Especially now, because the BBC quite often put on the red button on those preliminary rounds now. Yeah. Should we turn our focus to today's game? Let's. Winchester City FC versus Beaconsfield Town. Boo! Where are Beaconsfield? I don't even know where they are. They're near the field. You know the the field with the beacon in it? (laughs) They're near the town near there. Right. Uh, So Beaconsfield are in Buckinghamshire. Oh, they're in Bucks, are they? So yeah, uh, they've come. Hour and a half away. Yeah, population of t- uh, ten thousand, ten and a half thousand, barony, yeah. ish. Um, which is less than Winch, probably must be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Winchester City versus uh, Beacons. Big game for both. Winchester are in threat of relegation this they season. They are. Yeah, yeah. They're um, nine. There's a few clubs, aren't there? That yeah, they're thereabouts. They are. Uh, 16th in the league, Winchester. Beaconsfield are 9th. Of how many teams? 22, I think it is. Yeah. Um, but it's tight at the bottom. It is tight. That sounds like they're well out of it. Yeah. But it's a bit like... But yeah, so Winchester form-wise, in their last five, one one, drawn two, lost two. So that's, that's not bad. Mixed for... bag, but you're getting a few points. Mm-hmm. I think they are... But Beaconsfield's last four, last five, one four, drawn one. Oh, they're, they're, they're the informed team yeah, in, the, yeah. in the league. They sound like they're south, a good side. South, South, Prem. Yeah, South. Prem that's South of the, of the South <laughs> Prem. South. Uh, Winchester, obviously playing Red and Black Stripes. Mm-hmm. Up citizens. the Red and Black. Yeah. Um, red and Black are Craig Davis, Red and Black. The manager is yes. also called Craig Davis. Yeah, which, well, which, Davies, which I when I wrote in autocorrect Craig Davis, I was like, yeah. oh, select that. It just always. <laughs> Craig Davis, yeah. Winchester City FC, two games a week. <laughs> Check it to Beaconsfield Town on Tuesday. <laughs> we were at home on Saturday, and that was non-league day. And on Thursday we're training, <laughs> and on Friday you might get a day off. <laughs> you working your normal job? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Sunday you can have a recovery day. That was so close. We'll probably get copyrighted. <laughs> um, yeah, they are managed by Craig Davis. He, uh, Craig Davis. <laughs> he was initially player manager, 2017, but since become permanent. Mm-hmm. Um, he started his career at Cardiff. Did he? I don't think he played for him. Fair. A lot of players started this often. Yeah, started from the bottom. Now we're here. It's the opposite of that. Oh yeah, started from the top. Now the whole team's here. Yeah. So yeah, it should be a, a tough old, a tough old game for Winchester. Mm. You did boo Beaconsfield, but are we going as Winchester fans, or are we just going to the non-league game? I think we have to go as yeah, Winchester. Sport your local, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. Um, Silly question. Sorry. So Beaconsfield, a bit confused about how they were formed as well. 
there's some things that said they were founded like years and years and years ago, and then other things that said they were founded in 1994, <laughs> following a merger. Oh, they're like MK Dons. Yeah, I think they. They're might a be. franchise. Yeah, um, they're called the Rams. Oh, are they Derby? No, they're Beacons of Town. Oh yeah. Uh, play at Holloway Park. Oh, are they Ian's son? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Park? <laughs> Ian's son. Ian Holloway Park. G's son. Holloway Park. Oh, in Holloway Park, you son. Yeah, nice. Is that Ian Holloway Park, you son? That's the, that Holloway Park is short, but Ian Holloway Park, you son. They're two most. They're two most famous players. <laughs> um, do you know? What, do you see? Sorry, gone on Park, you son. He went to uni a few years ago after retiring, and he was just playing uni football. Was he? Yeah, I think he was at like UCL or somewhere like that. Fair play. Yeah, but and he was. I think he was living in student accommodation as well <laughs> with his wife. <laughs> that is. So good, so party, son. But yeah, he, I, I mean, that bit might not be true. But he was definitely playing. It's like Rodri when he was in uh, Atletico, or maybe even before that. He was starting every week in La Liga, living in student accommodation, doing uni. That's mental. Yeah, people like that's just too humble as well. Like, pick something to be humble, good. brat. Yeah, yeah, pick something to be good at and just stick with it. They play in red, being as well, so I imagine they'll be in their away kit. Yeah, which is. It was white, according to the internet, but maybe they'll have something different for us today on non-league day. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they'll play shirts with skins. <laughs> like, they'll throw it back to, like, this is how football started. <laughs> That's not the easy thing FIFA Street. This is how football started. It started on the streets. Oh, God. Um, they've actually got to the fourth qualifying round of the FA Cup. Oh, boo. In 2016-17. And they got a joint management. A joint? Yeah. Neil Baker. <laughs> joint. <laughs> and John Underwood. So, yeah. Big game. Big game. I am excited. I'm excited. Um, Warren Bentley. So he, Warren Bentley's their top scorer this season. I think he's on 13. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he rejoined last season. Yeah. Before that, in his first spell, he scored over 100 goals for the club. So you know that uh, whatever season it was where Harry Kane scored like... Yeah. Oh, no, it was like 51 goals in a year. Yeah. A calendar year. Yeah. He beat Harry Kane. He was really? he was the most prolific scorer in the whole of the UK. Wow. Yeah. And he was like interviewed for BBC Sport, like Sky. Really? Yeah. And they all jumped on him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was injured. <laughs> yeah, and he's out for the rest of the season. Um, Kane got the record. That's how Kane gets every record. Everyone gets injured. Warren Bentley. So there's an article on the, the BBC Sport page. So he used to play for Saints Academy. Yeah. With Gareth Bale. Nice. Yeah. As of April, he had 41 for the season. Right. right? So And there was still, obviously, some way to sort of go, un, un, unofficially it says, but yeah. crowned him the most prolific striker in the top eight tiers of English football. Uh, so after that, yeah. he then did go higher. And he always has... So he played for Alsford Town, yeah. which is where Jeff Stelling lives. Yeah. Um, then went up higher to Winchester, and then went higher again. But he al- he always liked Alsford and Winchester because that's where he's from. Mm, yeah. So it's like I think the whole thing about travelling around mm. and stuff it was fine for him. But then he obviously had an opportunity. Yeah. And he went to I think it was Hungerford who were yeah quite I, high. I did see that yeah. Um, he got a really bad injury. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah, and was out. I, whether it was for Hungerford or whether it was a club after that, but yeah. um, 
there was a couple of years where yeah he was sort of not playing every week. Yeah, I mean, I know. Yeah, so you got he's well last couple of seasons he scored. I think last season he scored about sixteen. This season on thirteen already. Um, there's Warren Bentley. They got a player called Danny King as well. as their longest serving player. Mm. Uh, he played for Chelsea and Southampton as youth. So really, yeah. So there's obviously there's yeah. going to be good players there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were joined by two goal heroes, Simba Malambo. How has that been then, moving obviously from the Southern Prem to here? Because you obviously won like a very good footballing side last season. Mm-hmm. To sort of now, when you've felt yourself drifting down there, how has that been as a bit of a trans like transition? Sure. I mean, as a team, we've got good quality players. We've mm-hmm. always had good quality players, and um, it was about testing ourselves um, in a league that we felt we could compete in. You yeah. know, right from yeah. the beginning of the season, it wasn't the case of you know just get whatever points we can. It was actually yeah, about yeah. you know being the best versions of ourselves and actually proving that we we can mix it up with teams in this league. And it's been difficult. It's a transition as always yeah, you know, for for some of the players like myself. It's the first time you know playing at this level, and again putting your um, uh, your wits up against um, teams that you, you would expect to kind of um, uh, well others expect us to struggle against, and actually yeah. doing all right. And yeah, yeah. As, the, as the seasons progress, we've proved that with real good performances, and you know that little bit kind of extra, we're, we're more than a match for for teams we come against. And um, you know we've we've got points when we've needed them, and it's just about carrying that on in the last seven games, last six seven games that we've got left to play. We spoke to manager Craig Davis. Money, our budget is the lowest in the league, and we've, you know, we, we can't afford to bring in stellar footballers. So that's why we have to yeah. have to keep players, develop them, work with them, improve them, not just go and sign another two, three, four, five, yeah. six, like every other team. Yeah. Yeah. Craig, you, you've obviously been involved with this kind of level for quite a few years. Yeah. What would you say, like, the pros and cons are of? I was a professional for Cardiff. I played. Yeah. I'd had my time there, mm-hmm. and then I've played a good level in non-league. You know, up to the point I've come play a manager at Fleet. Yeah, now I've come course. here. Yeah. So I've always been at this level, or you know, or higher, or, or higher. Um, and you know, what I will say is that people need to enjoy what they're doing. If you're not enjoying what right, you're doing, yeah. you're yeah. not going to have a day's work. Maybe you're labouring or, or working on a building site or working in an office or wherever you're working. Yeah turn up and be drilled for two hours yeah so we have to you know we have to do that we have to do shape and we have to make sure that we're do, prepared yeah. properly like we were today everybody knew their jobs and their duties and stuff you know sometimes you have to do it offline you have to do it on a text or on an email yeah. or whatever you know so you have to be a bit inventive with it um you know at professional level your job is to go out and training and be told pass from a to b and b to c and c to d yeah. etc you can't do that in the league you've just got to um You've got to make sure they're enjoying it as well as learning. Yeah. The commitment thing is a big thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed to have the players that I've got. Yeah. Like I say, we, they could all earn more money than we're able to pay them, but because they enjoy it, they enjoy the way that we do things yeah. um, and uh, and enjoy each other's company, which is an important thing. Cause oh, it's a say, massive thing, yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're working all day and they have to turn out. They're going to want to enjoy what they're doing. So we, we make sure that environment's good and, and that's how we get the yeah. success we have. We get promoted. We've never been in this league. Yeah, if we're looking at most of our players, say 100 quid a week, others are paying seven, 800 quid a yeah, week. Yeah. You just can't you know, compete you can't, with that, can you? you? Know, that's can't do that, can that's you? hobby money versus yeah. make a yeah. difference to your life, man. Yeah. So, yeah, no, um, you know, the aim is to try and um, be a, some sort of a force in this league if we can. Yeah. Firstly, firstly, stay up, firstly, try and stay up, and then, uh, you know, see where we can be. For you, is it almost like, Let's stay up here for two, three years and perhaps investment might come in. Yeah, well, we've got the plans for a 3G pitch, you know, mean that there's more income, there's yeah. more, 
people around, you know, the, the, the youth teams, etc., using the pitch, so the you know, the parents will be around, so we'll make morning in the bar, there's all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So we're, we're aiming for that to be something. Um, and, you know, the success that we're having does attract people. Yeah, of course it does. And yeah. it's a lovely yeah. club. It's, it is, of, yeah. it's, it's, it's a great club, yeah. Oh, right, facilities are not even close to what we go to in other teams. But what, um, what we do have is uh, something special of being a nice club, nice mm, people. Yeah. We are joined by Welfare Officer Ali Henderson. I you love now. Winchester City because I live in Winchester and yeah. I'm all about community for yeah. me, it's really important and so like being involved in the junior part of the club as well is uh, is brilliant for me yeah. so even when it's really stressful or really hard work I kind of think well, like, we're, I'm helping to facilitate over 400 kids playing football it's such a great club but we, we've got a plan in place for the next few years in terms of keeping it at the size that it pretty much is so we won't have more than four teams in a specific age group at junior level we want the pathway to be a real pathway and we were joined by a number of fans so i moved to winchester in 2008 i i was doing the 92 so i was visiting every club in the 92 oh, okay all right. I, I was living in winchester at the time and, and I, I did it yeah and i was at work one day and i was like what do i do next so winchester at home to laverstock and ford and i was like okay i'll go and watch that this was in 2010. I came along on a Tuesday night and watched Winchester. I was like, yeah, that's all right. Looked at the next fixtures, away to Romsey Town on Bank Holiday Monday. Yeah, I'll do that. And then the next week, they were away to Whitchurch. Yeah, I'll do that. And then I kept going to Winchester games, to new grounds, to new places. And all of a sudden, you meet people, you make friends. Yeah. And it was like, oh, well, who have you got next week? And then I, I, I just become, quite quickly, a regular home and away. It was home... So- it wasn't planned. No, at not at all. all right? Not at all. No, I just thought Winchester is a new ground for me. Yeah. I, I was a ground hopper. I'd done the ninety two. Yeah. I was looking for a new ground, but living in Winchester, kind of like it's easy to get to for the home games and the away games. At the time when we were in the Wessex League, were all really close. The furthest was less than an hour drive away. Right, so okay, yeah. Started following them in the league. Um, yeah, made some friends. Enjoyed it. So this was this was 13 years ago now, and yeah. I just got hooked. I mean, yeah. I, I, I um, I'm a Blackburn Rovers fan growing up. So living living down south, didn't get to go up there very much. Went up there every couple of months. Get to away games when they're playing close to London, but it was quite expensive. Like even if yeah, yeah. If, if Blackburn were playing in. Uh, West Brom, for example, was the most recent one. You, you're talking £30, £40 pound for a train, £30 pound for a ticket, £30 pound for your beer. You're spending £100 on a day, minimum, minimum, absolute minimum. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with Winchester, I lived down the road. I could come in here. I was paying £8 to get in. You can drink in view of the pitch for three or four pounds. Ab- like, absolutely perfect. I mean, it, like, money-wise, it just made sense. Like, I, I got to go to new grounds every other week. We were playing at a, a non-league ground that I'd not been to. And, yeah, it was just... So, I guess, from your sense, part of the fun was going to new places that you hadn't ever been, is it? When it, when it started off, yeah, that, that, was, that was what got me into watching yeah, Winchester. Yeah. I was like, well, oh, I, I, it was like an excuse to go to a new ground every week. It was, oh, Winchester are playing away in Portsmouth against a non-league team, and then they're playing against a Bournemouth non-league team and then it, that's that's the reason that got me in and then I got hooked with 
you, you get to know the players, you get to know the management, and you get to feel part of the club. And um, it didn't take me very long to get hooked. I mean, I've, I've been on the committee. Uh, I've worked behind the bar for a number of years as a, vol- a volunteer. Now, I don't do that anymore because I, I love drinking too much. <laughs> so uh, I, I stepped down a couple of years ago and I'm now just a, a fan. I help out on occasionally if I can. Um, I'll do social media for a game that they can't make it if it's quite far away. But I, I love it. Um, every single player out there, I know all their names. They know my names. We say hello. We'll have a beer together. We'll laugh. We'll banter with each other. Like the manager, manager has my number. He will text me occasionally, like with with bits and pieces. Um, I I refereed a match just a couple of weeks ago for the first team. Um, they had a, a friendly, just an inter inter match friendly. Twenty two players split teams, and I refereed for them. Absolutely, I love to do it. But yeah, like name any football league club that the manager knows your name personally name the, that the players know your name personally it's, it's just it's a different level uh, yeah I guess without without trying to um, blow your own trumpet or anything like that but non-league clubs need fans like you oh, yeah, that well, are, are willing to do that sort I, I, of thing, I'm not right? blowing my own trumpet as in there's a lot of Winch fans that, that that are in the same boat as me. It's just, but you get the opportunity, like tonight, if we went out there and sat on the table in the far end, yeah. we could sit down and we could join in their conversation. We wouldn't we wouldn't feel like outsiders. And it's not just me. There are a number of people you could just sit down and chat with the manager. Yeah. You can chat with the players. There, there's there's no barriers between um, conversations in non- at this level. You you feel. You feel part of what's going on. I mean, I, I, I work Monday to Friday and all I dream of is Saturdays watching Winchester. I just, whether it's home or away, where we're playing, I, I, I love it. I mean, I, I, I couldn't imagine a life without non-league football. I mean, fair enough to those of you that follow football league clubs and Premier League clubs around the country. If you've got the funds to do it, absolutely. Fair play to all of you. But non-league football, it's... It's, it's a different level you, f- you just feel I feel part of the club I feel I feel the players appreciate you as a fan like you s- yeah it's, it's a it's the same game but it's very different Yannick I will pass over to you can you tell me how you first got involved with Winchester um, it was in 1999 I my dad Unfortunately, he's no longer with us anymore. He died, what, back May last year. Phoned me up and said, oh, yeah, the local radio station are looking for someone to do radio reporting for the local football, football um, club. Do you know anyone who could do it? And I went, oh, I might know somebody. He said, Yannick, I'm joking. They want you. I'm like, what? No, they want you. And I went, I've never done radio reporting in my life. What are you talking about, Dad? What are you dropping me into here? He said, well, they're in the Hampshire Division 1. They're just outside. The, they could make it, but they need to win the rest of their games. And this was, like, January time. So, you know, I'm thinking, oh, my God. Talk about dropping me in it, you know. So I went down there, and I met... My first person I met through the gate was Terry Bone. Unfortunately, Terry's no longer with us. Terry Bone's no longer with us. He was president of this football club. Um, Terry was a lifelong supporter of Richard City. And... Um, 
but he he used to do everything for the club. Terry Bone used to do everything for the club. He wasn't club. just a chairman, he, he was everything, wasn't he? Terry Bone was president of the football club. He loved Winchester City Football Club. And the day he... I mean, there's stories about what happened and stuff like that. All I'm going to say is nobody loved Winchester City more than Terry Bone. Um, maybe Rob Conway, maybe. But... Um, <laughs> I came down in 1999. I reported on games on my phone. Right, okay. I, I did a very friendship with Kev Watkins out there, which has now been going for 24 years. We started reading stuff in the newspaper that the club was in trouble, and I, stood, I was in my mum and dad's kitchen crying my eyes out because I thought the club was going to go down out of business. We saved the club. Amazingly, don't know how we did it, but we did. I made amends with certain pitch Sorry. Sorry. Can I, can I, I know that's, it looks painful even, even now, but you say you, you don't know how you saved that club, but can you expand on that? Like, surely you knew how the club... No, no, what I mean by that is that we had to go to a meeting up at Worthy's Football Club, a Worthy's um, social club, mm-hmm. and that is really in the balance. Because I was, there's so much the money. council own the ground, right? Yeah, and but they own the ground, but there was so much debt in, involved right. in it. Because so much was made from other owners from the past. Right. And we, the fans, started to put in a lot of money. Yeah. I didn't want to see this club go down. So, why Winchester then? Because uh, I'm local, born and bred Winchester. Um, been supporting Winchester since 1999. Uh, being in a capacity of supporter, uh, steward, chief steward, committee member, on match days, club secretary, uh, kit man, just literally done everything but manage and play. So. And that, in a way, is uh, clubs need you or, or, or need people like you that are going to do that because otherwise they have to pay people for that and they just can't afford it, right? Exactly. Um, I'd say the time I've been there, I've never taken a penny off of anybody. Um, the only benefits I've had are getting to away games free of charge um, and maybe getting a meal because of it. And uh, obviously home games being free because I'm working here. So that's, that's the only benefit I've got out of it. And that's, I'm not one to take money out of the club because I know the club can't really afford it. So it's just been a case of enjoying it. And yeah, The best thing about non-league is... Um, I would say the camaraderie amongst the fans. You can also speak, like tonight, we've sat with a couple of the players and the manager. You can talk to them without any issues and uh, there's no, no barriers, no boundaries between the, them, which is good. Uh, the worst thing, say you could say some grounds you go to facility-wise, but I know you can't really blame the clubs for that because it, they only afford what they can afford and, and you know, we're all in the same boat when it comes to facility wise but um but yeah it's it's just yeah it's it's just being able to speak to the players and, and stuff and the manager you can't do that in the top level really so. oh, what a day what a day i mean we picked a good one didn't we yeah four nil city four nil to winch the youth citizens up the citizens against the uninformed team in the league yeah yeah no less four nil dominant Really dominant. Almost I mean, as dominant as you can get without it being stupid. Yeah. I don't remember Beaconsfield having a chance. No. Of, I don't of real did. note. No. Um, yeah, 4-0, dominant performance. Yeah. Unreal free kick. Yeah. The first goal was so good. Was it the... No. That was the, the second, second goal. goal. 
yeah. first free kick goal was like of one. <laughs> one out of one was so good. Top bins. Oli Barmer. Oli Barmer. Not not Ali Barber. <laughs> uh, yeah, top bins. Left footed as well. Yeah, Heach. Uh, I'll check it out. We, we tweet. Yeah, we're, we're, they're, they're, I've seen it on Twitter. Yeah, so I will yeah. give it. We'll give I've it seen a like re- th- three angles. Yeah, on it. it's like all over Twitter. Kurt angles. <laughs> we'll give it. We'll give it a retweet. Um, two from Simba Malamba. Yeah, and then good, one good player. Good player. Very good player. Proper bagsman, <laughs> as they say. Do they? Bagsman gets goals. Right. Okay. He bags, uh, and then a goal from Bourne. Chaser. No, spelt differently. Ah. Maybe pronounced differently as well. Very, very good. Very good day. Yeah, really good day out. We had a, I mean, we had a good time. We had a fantastic time, yeah. Brilliant time. Um, uh, we did have some beers of the week, didn't we, while we were there? there? Yeah, there were... Beers of the weekend. <laughs> yes. There were three on tap. Yeah, and, and, and a cider, but I don't dabble in cider, oh, personally. Yeah, it's not no. cider of the week, no. is it? God, no. Um, I think we had Moretti, beer, that is. Uh, Foster's, yeah. Ben, that is. And Icebreaker. Icebreaker. Uh, what's your favourite dance move? Icebreaker, that is. Uh, yeah, Icebreaker, which I always thought was uh, an Fuller's own brand one. Oh, right. Or I Green King, something like that. I don't know. But what's yeah. worth? Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. One of the pubs, I thought it was their own IPA. Oh, but right. It was, yeah, it's nice. Good yeah. stuff. Really good. Yeah. Although, <laughs> here we go, what? They did run out of the Moretti. Yeah. And ended up just putting... A barrel of Fosters through that tap. So yeah, which I didn't two Fosters, know. one icebreaker. I mean, like now I think of it, obviously that's a thing, but I didn't even think that was possible. But of course it is. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Why? Maybe the whole, maybe every beer you ever drank has it's just been just, the same. Yeah. It's just a generic beer, and they just have different taps. And you think it, yeah. it's just a, a placebo beer. Everyone's just drinking the same stuff. Yeah. Constantly. <laughs> even us with yeah. these cans. Everyone. Going, oh, look at this mouthfeel. It's just the same. Yeah. Comes from the same cap piss. Yeah. Oh, it describes it as this taste, and actually, yes. Now you say it, it does yeah. taste like that thing. Um, but yeah, very, very good. Very, very welcoming. So welcoming. If we, you thought um, with like non-league day and everything, you thought maybe if he would be a bit like snobby, like ah, oh, well, I come here every week. He always here for non-league day, yeah. but quite the opposite. Quite I found. the opposite. Yeah, we, they were so welcome. As soon as they heard that we were a successful podcast, yeah. <laughs> maybe that we were egging it on slightly. Yeah. But um. So we have more uh, than four listeners. Yeah, we um, they were they were very accommodating. All wanted to chat to yeah, us. Talk the, to the us. The media staff are very helpful. Yeah, yeah. Setting up a couple of uh, interviews, which we'll come on to. Yes, yeah, they but were. Yeah, um, and like the thing, every thing about it, everyone there's a volunteer. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, they're all giving up their time. They're exactly. All pillars of the community. Yes, yeah. Of that community. Yeah. Which is explained in one of the um, community helpers that. We interviewed so it is yeah so uh well uh <laughs> keep listening <laughs> burger and chips were good as well weren't they burger and chips yeah oh did Fluda. we take a picture no i don't think we did i was absolutely starving i was, I was too hungry to take a what picture. we both did very sillily very <laughs> why do i say that we were very silly and uh both of us had only had breakfast so we yeah. got to about i don't know four half time just after half time and we were famished yeah and that burger flew down. It really did. Chips were... I remember the chips had been scorching hot as well. They were they were so hot, but I, I almost ate them in one go. Yeah, they were so, they, every, they were so nice as well, mm. but they just burnt my throat on the way down, yeah, so it's yeah. worth it though, yeah. Um, £11 a ticket? Pre-game, I thought extortionate. Yeah, I agree. Post-game, 
I'd pay that once a month. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't have to go every week. And, I mean, you're in and amongst it there, aren't mm. you? You're part yeah. of you feel I do get like, the whole non-league, like, you're part of it, aren't yeah. you? I can and see why people get turned. And at the end of the game, and we tweet a few a few pictures out, but I thought it was excellent that they put on a jack of potato for all, for all of the players. <laughs> yeah. And the players just came in the clubhouse, we were eating, and fans could come up and speak to them, say, well, yeah, they were well done, and they yeah. knew each other by first name. We, I just think, yeah, we sat and chewed their ears off. We about did, yeah, all sorts. yeah. I was just waiting for them to go have a have a jack of potato, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they didn't. Yeah, but well, that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, yeah, yeah, very, very enjoyable. Good day out. I would thoroughly, thoroughly recommend go and watch your local team. Yeah, not just on long league day. No, you could do it any day. Well, if they're as long as they're playing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would advise not turn up to their like training games because that's yeah it. or even just turning up to the ground uninvited yeah. unopened ground yeah but yeah very very good and there's a 337 in attendance yeah that's good that's i think good. yeah i mean i don't know what their normal gate is but that must that seems good yeah sounds yeah. good it does it was 337 times 11 3300 yeah. and something it's money Three thousand six hundred. I think we put enough money behind the bar to last <laughs> last them another couple of years as well. Yeah. So they keep going. Yeah. It's almost like they've reached like the third qualifying round of the FA Cup when we <laughs> turned up with the money we spent. Yeah, we're investors now, <laughs> shareholders <laughs> of the club. So- Everyone was so accommodating, so welcoming, and yeah. I think we'll be back, won't we? Yeah, if, sure. if they let us. If they let, yeah, we're banned. <laughs> yeah, banned for life. And once again, thank you very much to Winchester FC for their very warm accommodation. Yeah, up the citizens. Good luck for the rest of the season. Yeah, a lot of fans in the clubhouse were saying they reckon that's them safe now as yeah. well, which is good because we, we didn't realise at the time. Four teams go down. Yeah, yes, yeah, a lot, isn't it? So yeah, that's 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 one more than the Premier League. That is one more. Yeah, yeah. and we'll uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. See you.